Hello and welcome to another edition of the Unqualified Huddle. Happy Thanksgiving to our American friends. Just get that in early. Even though this podcast is not coming out on Thanksgiving, we are recording it on Thanksgiving. So, happy Thanksgiving. Um, we've just had the Bills and Lions play a phenomenal game of football. Uh, the Twins have thoroughly enjoyed it. I missed it because I was busy watching the World Cup and sort of that plumbing, but I don't need to go there. Boys, how you doing? This this is the best week of regular season action, aside from week one, of course, because <laughs> I, do, I don't know, like we don't have time off during Thanksgiving, but just three football games, uh, reasonable times, at least two of them anyway, for you, uh, for our time zone. This this is what the NFL should be every week. <laughs> I've got the main question for you here, Simon. Are you a fan of Turkey or not? Since you're the resident meat eater in this channel, <laughs> Mr. Croup. Um, I, I, I don't mind turkey. It's not my favourite. I'm not going to lie. It's not my favourite, but it's it's all right. We'll have it at Christmas. White meat or red? Wow. What do you think of white meat in general? I hear it's very dry. Or it can be dry. <laughs> I didn't realise we're doing a, a food critique. Well, us, but, you know. I was watching Pat McAfee's show, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners probably also watch that. And no, going on about it. I want to hear no, your thoughts. T- turkey can be a bit dry. It's a bit of a dry meat because it's a bit more, uh, it's a bit more muscly, a bit more meaty. Whereas chicken, depending on how you cook the chicken, I think it's it can be pretty moist. All right, let's move on to the NFL. I've had <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> I, I don't know what we're doing here, but let's let's move on. Yeah, like I said, the Bills and Lions played. We're not going to talk about that though. We will catch up on the game though. Let's start talking about games, guys. Where do you want to go? Well, well can I, I just say Von Miller's injury on that game? Like it could be. No, we can talk about it next week on our next podcast. That's what we do. Well, before before we start the games, I want to know the scores, our weekly pick before we get into that. Who's winning? Who's winning? I don't know. Okay. Shall I count the Bills results since we know it now? I will. Sure. Um, Since we all picked the Bills. But Simon, you're no longer in the lead. (laughs) Is our new leader. A 1.9 points down. His comeback is leading with 95 Myself and Simon are level on 94. Don't call it a comeback. No, I don't, because you've got no integrity. The amount of times <laughs> you've not picked your team to win, you've got no integrity. That's all I'm saying. It's about winning. No, it's about league. having integrity. You've got no integrity. Well, that too, but it's about winning, right? <laughs> I, I, well, Shan, don't get too comfortable at the top. I'm coming for you, uh, Simon. You're going back to your position from last year, which was there. Yeah, that's, so fine. It, that's fine. This is a very familiar tale for you. I'm happy, I'm happy to play along. I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy to be involved. Um, a team that's not happy just to play along, a team that's not happy just to be involved, they want to go out and win, win playoff games. The New York Giants mm-hmm. benched Zach Wilson. New the York Giants, Jets. I mean the Jets. The Jets. <laughs> Who did I say? You said the Giants. I, oh, like, I don't mean the Giants. No, sorry. I mean same thing, right? Yeah, wow. Well, I'm in the Jets. My apologies. I'm in the Jets. They bent Zach Wilson this week. Uh, Mike White is starting, I believe. Yeah, against the Bears. With, with Flacco as the backup. I don't like it. Put Flacco in. I'm with you. I'm like, I'm fuming. I'm fuming. Like, like, what are they trying to do here? Are they saying that Mike White, you have the reins to the offense? Or is this just a <laughs> this just one-off because... For me, Zach Wilson will get his, his time again in New, New York. Um, he's made his humble apology to his the locker room to read all the stories. He apparently cried. Um, that that might count for something. So I don't know what the Jets are doing. 
cried in a man's sport. He's, he's subbing off well, in the locker room. Come on, lad. Come on, lad. Come on, Come on, these gender stereotypes. No, I'm having no respect for that. Walking into the locker room, bubbling, going, I'm so sweet. I'm so No, I'm not having it. Okay, so my thoughts, if the Jets are going to bench... Like you guys, Zach Wilson, you've got to play the best quarterback right now because the reason you're benching him is because you want to win now. And Joe Flacco is the guy. Now, I agree with you, Shan. I think Zach Wilson will be back later down the line in the season. This is a punishment. But it's also get your act together. Take ownership. You've wore that uh, captain's badge. They're six and four. The locker rooms are pissed at him. I, I, don't, I, don't, think it's a, I don't think it's a, a punishment. I think it's a general... We've seen what you can do in this offense because although they're six and four and they've won games with him being the quarterback, you can't say he's the reason they've won games. No, he's... but they couldn't start him based on how the defense, that locker room felt about him, the pulse. I think Rob Salah's handled it really, really well. He's felt that pulse, but I, I disagree with playing Mike well. I don't yeah. think he's the guy. He's, anyway, he's handled so... it perfectly other than uh, starting Mike, Mike White yeah. instead of Jeff Lacker. I, I don't get this hate on Joe Flacker in New York, to be honest. He he came in and he started for you your first three games and he was competitive. He had a, he had a, that offense playing quite nice with your skill position players. Like I, I don't see the point of taking him out of that. Like that, I really that's don't why you have a veteran in the first place. Exactly. Now, now this Jets team, you can guarantee they're gonna go for a vet quarterback next year. Um in the offseason, yeah. you can book it now. They're not gonna go for a rookie, they're not gonna be in a position to draft a top guy. They've got a good team. Secretly, maybe they've still got issues on offense, and we're just blaming Zach Wilson for their offensive woes. Derek Carr is the intriguing name, yeah. Well, would, well, they, would it, they trade him within the AFC? I don't know. Is it, isn't Jimmy G like a, an intriguing yeah. name there? It's got some uh, mix to Salah. Yeah, I, I reckon that's Jets good. Make a hard run at Jimmy G, well, but I don't know if so the 49ers will give Jimmy G now. Maybe Trey Lance is, is a guy, but isn't his contract up? Isn't this like Jimmy yeah. G's last year contract? Isn't he free agent next year? Yeah, but they've got to redo it. They've they've got they to won't. keep him. They'll get, they they gave up the house for Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah but how, yeah. how he's playing right now, you cannot give Jimmy G to a team like the Jets right now. Like you but just can't hand him over. Let, let's let's talk about a different quarterback though. That is a is a second year guy. He's actually played like coming to his own in this game that we were talking about. <laughs> the Mister Justin Fields, who has played quite well in this Chicago Bears offense in the last few weeks. However, do we think this is sustainable for him? Well, it's torn his shoulder, so he's oh, going to so be no. playing with a palm, <laughs> no. partially torn shoulder. Maybe there's more. We don't know. He's practiced limited bases. I don't know if he goes for this game. Um, Simon, I'm, I'm just fuming. You you ruined my segue. I, I, the, I was, I was going to link Justin, uh, not Justin Fields, um, Zach Wilson, the real winner in the NFL right now is the Carolina Panthers because they've got the next target for next year. They're going <laughs> to give a fifth-round pick sake. and a sixth-round pick and get Zach Wilson in that building. <laughs> but, like, come on, stop bashing, stop bashing the Panthers. Like, you know, come on, leave them alone All right. now. All right. Well, it's either yeah. them or the Colts, let's face it. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, field. Anyway, field. yeah, this Chicago Bears team, though, outside of field, like, if he's not ready to go, I don't know who their backup, but they just can't win this game then, right? I don't. I don't even think they can. Even if they played Zach Wilson or Mike White, I wouldn't really trust them, especially with a backup. Now, their defense has been an issue um, since they got rid of Roquan Smith, Robert. Yeah, Quinn. I said, they traded away the best players. Of course, it's going to be an yeah, issue. But surely, like you're trying to build around your young quarterback. Why give? I don't get what Ryan Poles has done. They've not improved. Uh, well, I think since that happened, that's when the Bears have turned it around, right? 
Well, um, Justin Fields has managed to turn the offense around. Well, that's the point, though. Since that's happened, they've they've released Justin Fields. Like this, this like uh, evolution of Justin Fields, allowing him to run the ball more. The, Before that, they, they need to get him. some stick from this, though. The the GM making this move because sure. the the whole point of the season was Justin Fields' progression. They were never never going to try and aim for the playoffs. Uh, they just needed to see see Justin Fields improve. Hey, for the me, thing for is, me, he's improved. For me, he has shown improvements. But the thing is, I think the offensive staff has got a free ride off Justin Fields doing making these spectacular run plays. Don't forget, Justin Fields was never running college. True. We had never showed this side. True. And he's got an injury because he was running a lot. He, he apologized to the team, put it on his back for the loss. His team respects him. He is that leader. He's yes. a question leader. But how they're using him isn't going to be the long term answer. But, yes, but because it's all plays from the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> but isn't that Justin Fields' own issue though? Like I, I get that they stole plays and stuff, but he's the one like running into contact instead of taking a slide. Like he's the one looking for those extra yards. And maybe this will be a lesson for him. Maybe he'll learn to be more like a, more like you know Lamar, more like Kyler Murray in some ways. Like when Kyler Murray scrambles, don't be like Kyler Murray. He's a Cardinals fan. <laughs> don't be like Kyler Murray. Well, you the... could just be like the Cardinals defense. You know, he's the first less to contact. Slide, I don't trust his Bears team e- either way, though. Um, even with this weird Jets team, so no, I'm actually going to pick the Jets. Yeah, I'm. I'm in your camp with this one. I, I'm going to pick the Jets as well because I don't trust his Bears team right now. Yeah, all aboard. No, 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 no. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go with the Bears. Okay. Oh, I mean, this Ooh. Jets defense is legit, and you're still picking. The uh, Bears, you're right. You? Maybe I'll go with the Jets. <laughs> make your mind up. No, make, make a choice. You, I'll, I'll go no... with the Bears. I don't know why. Just the All feeling. Right, no, I like it. I like it. I like it. You but have um, have one thing that concerns me, though, is that the coach said that Justin Fields is day to day, but it could also be season ending. <laughs> that's what you want to hear. <laughs> and I'm like, me. oh, that's like. Come on, like you, there needs to be a middle ground at least. Well, let, let's move on. Let's talk about a game that's going to be a bit more spicy, shall we? Um, let's see the. Uh, I I want to go Bengals Titans. Yeah, I look at that. Yeah, fair. That that's a powerhouse of a matchup um, because both of these teams have had ups. They've had a few downs, and they still need to convince us that they're both powerhouses, like they were last year. Yeah, true. I, f- I feel like the Bengals are, are a little bit injured, though, coming into this. I feel like, you know, Mixon's potentially out with concussion. They still haven't got Chase. So their offense is a little bit, like, uh, beaten at the minute. Like, it's a little bit bruised. Um, without those two guys, they're, they're sort of like their star playmakers. Like, you know, I'll put some respect on T. Higgins' names as well. Like, I'm not I'm not counting him out. But, like, without Chase, without Mixon, are they really going to get stuff done against this Titans defense that's actually, like, pretty good? I, I expect Jamar Chase to be back for this week. Um, yeah. That's the expectation. It's practiced another limited uh, practice. Um, the expectation is that he will be back for this game. But this is also the only matchup um, of the weekend where you've got two winning teams. That's That in itself tells you that this is a must-watch game. You've got two of the teams in the AFC who got in the playoffs last year. I think Joe Burrows handled himself better than expected. Um, I think T. Higgins has stepped up. I, I think P. Ryan is underrated. He works in their system, and I still think they can compete the, because you know what you're going to get with the Titans. This this game will come down to can the Bengals stop the Titans' run game, and it always will do. Well, if you no, stop the Titans' run game, you you generally do win. I'll give I'll give you a spoiler that they're, they're not going to. Isn't isn't uh, Cincinnati favored to win this matchup though? 
Probably, probably because they've got a high-powered offense. But I, I just don't see. I think the Titans are starting to get to that point in the season where they're starting to go into like cruise control mode, where they turn up, they do their job, they leave. Yeah, like late, that, late November, December time. That's Derrick Henry season. Yeah, this yeah, is really very is. feast. This is very feast. And I, f- I feel like this is a prime game for him just to feast again because the Cincinnati's defensive line are a little bit soft. Like Ooh, feasting oh, on that's, that's a tough line. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like you know I don't want to I don't want to be too harsh about it, but they've got pass rushes for sure. Like you know Trey Hendrickson and um, Cole Lawson, not Cole Lawson, he's gone. Someone else who I don't know. Remember, sorry, Hubbard, I'm, I'm Hubbard, you know. Hubbard, 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 thank you. Some Hubbard, there you go. They've got pass rushes, but there's that inside defensive line. I, I think that DJ Reed is great. I think he's underrated. I think Jade Feller's been a good pickup from the Jags for them. I think they've done well in that spot. I don't know if they've got the toughness to withstand the whole game of Derrick Henry, but I'm going Bengals. That's that's a mistake on their Titans. If you're yeah, it, I, I, I don't see the Bengals here. The Titans. Um, yeah, I'm I'm liking the Titans going on the roll here, and as well, like even though Jamal Chase is coming back, if he's only participating limitedly, it means that he's not fully healthy yet. Like he's not fully ready to go. Even and even then... when he's healthy though, like this year he's had some blow up games, but he's not had. He, he, that's not his game. He's not consistently a Stefan Diggs, a Cooper Cup, no, um, a Devonte Adams. He has has games where he he's is. I don't want to say shut out. Because partly the Bengals' offense, the ball can go anywhere, but he has games where it's kind of quiet as well. Well, let, let's move on and talk about a, a more exciting matchup, maybe um, the Green Bay Packers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. This isn't exciting. No, well, I, think, I think it is. I think it is. I, I think it, it is. It's just two big names here, and generally Packers have done well, right? The last few years, Eagles are on a roll. They've cooled down the last two weeks, so. Um, but that, that, that's why I think this game is a bit interesting, to be honest. It's a bit spicy because the Eagles have to come out and show who they are. They can't just come out and throw like a dud like they did last week and get away with it. Um, because I feel the Packers are starting to come into form where they'll be able to take advantage. Aaron As- Rodgers had his thumb injury. Have you heard about it? I mean, broken thumb since the last play in London. And maybe that's, a, that's impacting him. But in Philadelphia, in this cold weather, do you reckon that might play into Philly's hands? Well, I, I think I think the cold weather always will... I, well, no, actually, if there's a team that can withstand cold weather, it's Green Bay. Let's be honest there. They're playing the coldest stadium in, in the NFL. So let's let's not pretend that they're not... Yeah, because be we, we don't play in Buffalo. We, we, we just move <laughs> to Detroit. But I'm thinking more with that injury, that thumb injury. This time of the year, you know, that grip is important. The feel is important. Um... And the Packers have been steady, Eddie, and they've been up and down, up and down. I just think Philadelphia needed that kickstart in that last week's win against Indianapolis will give them that little boost. But this is my issue, though. They they squeaked past an Indianapolis team that's been poor all season and fired their head coach for a guy off the street. And like they, they've only just managed to squeak past them. And I know they have injury problems. Like It was the first time that... Um, that uh, Ndomukun Sue and um, the other guy. Linval Joseph. That's the guy. The other guy. The other guy. But it's the first time they managed to suit up for them and play in that middle of that defence. Well, like... well, Kansas City squeaked by this Indianapolis Colts team and, and they're arguably the best team in the NFL right now. It, it's very true, but I feel like it was a different, it was a very different stage in 
the NFL at that point, Kansas City was still trying to figure out what they're doing and how to get how to roll. Whereas this Philadelphia uh, this Philadelphia team has been on a roll from the start, and it, it's now that they're cooling off. And part of that was injuries. You know, AJ Brown got injured, and I feel you take him out of that offense, it becomes a little bit one dimensional in a lot of ways. Like they they lose that tough receiver that they like to use with those play actions. They lose a lot of consistency without AJ Brown. Mm, they lose their number one, and, so and it shows. I feel I feel that's a bit tough for them. But on, on the flip side, this Green Bay side, they they are getting good work out of uh, is it Christian Watson, their the wide receiver now. Yep, the Christian Watson season is here. His channel has picked up in fantasy, so he will be back into the moon. Um, like they are getting some production out of him now, though. He's making those like long receptions, and I feel that's elevating the offense slightly. The, the defense, is, defense, this, defense of Green Bay is still good. Yeah, this is a perfect test. This Eagles defense, which is elite, it's one of the best in the NFL. Can uh, receivers like Lazard, Christian Watson? Uh, we really need to see more of Ro- Romeo Dobbs this year. Hopefully, in the latter half of the year. Um, he, he can come back strong. But, I want to see uh, them run the damn ball. AJ uh, Dillon's been invisible this year for them. He has. And the Eagles' run game has the running back game. I mean, Miles Sanders has done well, but they've not made the splash running the, plays the, outside that, of Hurts. Well, that's the that's the MO of the Eagles running back, though. They have a they have a rotation. They go like very far away. They like the the New England Patriots method of running back. Every man and their dog gets to run the ball. Yeah, but I want to see that big game because this time of the year, they're going to need it. They're going to need to start grinding more games with the run game. And uh, they need to start dominating with their O-line being so good. There's there's a chance that Philadelphia does lose this, but I'm not betting on it. I'm I'm going with the favourite Philadelphia Eagles. I'm I'm in your camp too. I, I can't trust the Green Bay Packers to win this game. I will also go with Philadelphia Eagles. Make it three. All right, let's go to another exciting matchup. I'm going to call them all exciting, even though they might not be. But this one for me is not really exciting, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. New Orleans Saints. We haven't talked about them much. Uh, versus the San Francisco 49ers. Well, let's just talk about 49ers because they're the team we want to be talking about. <laughs> they're looking like the Super Bowl contender with the Eagles in the NFC. The, at this point, the Saints are just uh, fodder for teams. I feel that's uh, harsh. It is, though. It, I mean, Andy Dalton is good, but not good enough. Dennis Allen is good, but not good enough. No. And I, the 49ers are basically perfectly built. I feel I feel like the injury bug has hit New Orleans quite hard. And like, I know it's. I know that's kind of like a big excuse to say the We're talking bug. about injuries. We're talking about the Saints versus 49ers, and they're giving <laughs> the Saints a pass on injuries here. <laughs> listen, listen, I know, I know. I'm just saying, though, when... You like you like Sham talking about oh the 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 Jags are traveling <laughs> away to Kansas City or whoever you want. All to right, pick. enough, enough. They they offensive line they haven't had their starting offensive line since about week three. Their wide receivers they've not had their starting wide receiver because Michael Thomas has hurt his toe since about week two. <laughs> you know that that they have like Mark Ingram that's been out as running back from about week five. They've had a lot of weeks where they've not had all the pieces. The good news is for the Saints is a lot of those pieces are playing now. They're in practice. They might be coming back. Mark Ingram might be back. Marshall Lattimore might be back. You know, um, Cam Jordan's playing this week. You've got Davenport playing this week. Coming back. 
Uh, well, all I'm, all I'm saying is this is a healthier New Orleans Saints side than it has been since pretty much the start of the year. And to me, does that give me optimism that they're going to win this game? Absolutely not. Because on the flip side, as we've just alluded to, this 49ers team, their defense is nasty. They've got the best linebacker duo in the NFL for me. Their defensive line gets after it all the time. Their defensive backs are good. And their offense... It, it's it's a work of art right now, right? Like that offense is just clicking; it's just working. Um, so I'm picking the forty nine. Uh, sorry, I'm picking the New Orleans Saints for this game. That's, you're, you're picking your boys again. Of course, um, I am. That's a good I, I don't respect it. I don't respect <laughs> it. <laughs> Bosa, in my opinion, Bosa is going to absolutely wreak havoc. I'm not a fan of the Saints. I disagree. Tackle play this year. I, um, I would right I would, tackle and left tackle. You wash your mouth out. The Ryan Ramchek will hold Nick Bosa in check. He'll no, be... I, I think Ryan Ramchek's having a down year here. No, um, it's, no. it's not. I don't been know what, the same guy. I don't know what games you've been watching, but it's not been the Saints, obviously. Well, Ryan Ramchek's him... been the only consistent player on our team. Well, and that tells you he's struggled as well. But for <laughs> me, it's Andy Dalton. I don't trust him. He will throw a lot of picks. Hufanga, the safety, is one of the top interceptors in the NFL this season. Um. It, it yeah, it's far enough to get to the safety. Don't worry. Well, about don't that. worry. He'll be in the box. He'll be playing <laughs> in that box. And Frog um, Morton, I believe, the tackle as well, or left side of the line of the Saints, he's looked a bit shaky. Who? Is he still Throg Morton? Yeah, that's it, Simon. That's it. You don't he, know your he, own start. No, I do know. I do know. He's not our starting left tackle. He's not even our backup left tackle. He's well, actually our backup. He's, he's our backup guard. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, the, the same the thing only... at this point with the Saints. They're just names. The only way the Saints can win is is if Jimmy G turns into I don't even know Andy Dalton or James Winston and <laughs> throws throws series, hey, series hey, and half picks. I believe, I believe that's what matters. All right, let's not talk about this game then because you two are just uh, like, well, forty nine is my pick. My if, if you wanted to know, yeah, forty nine. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right, Sham, take us to take us to a match. Go on. Well, you said the best linebacking duo. And I think that might currently reside in Baltimore. Patrick Queen, Roquan Smith, okay. Ravens, Jags. Um, oh, th- no, hold on, hold on. Well, that's a take us to, I didn't mean just take us to your team's game. Well, <laughs> you, about you, mine. Look at, you look at the slate of games this week, and they're very one-sided games. Uh, I could have gone New England, Minnesota. And this is like the most one-sided. What are you talking about? Well, they're not. They're only favoured by four and a half points, are the Ravens. Chargers, Cardinals. And a lot of well, and a lot of it is to do with Lamar Jackson. He's um, playing injured. He's got hurt. He's, the Ravens' offense has looked down, but all of a sudden, their their defense has woken up. That at the start of the year, we talked about some of the issues they were having in the defensive backs. Um, Mar- um, Marlon Humphrey's looking good, um, and I think r- the main thing is Patrick Queen is looking good. Weak side linebacker. The offense looked putrid, though. They barely got out of uh, the matchup against Carolina. Yeah, but their defense has finally woken up. And Lamar Lamar is Lamar. He he can easily turn it around. I'm not on the Lamar for MVP train anymore. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm on the tour for MVP train. He's right off of that train. Like, like the the offense did look putrid against the the Carolina. Like that's a good way of putting it. Like they didn't they didn't look in sync at all. Obviously, there's injuries for them at wide receiver, which is probably not helping Lamar. Even though he doesn't really throw to his wide receivers that often. Yeah, Duvernay's like, not the guy. Robinson's the guy for them. 
No, but, I, but neither even, of them are the guys. But even yeah, is Robinson even a guy? No, like he's done more than Bateman, and it should be likely. Likely should be the number two option. Yeah, yeah I, I likely yeah, I should like likely be the number two option. Oh, Does that make sense? Get out. Get out. <laughs> the Jags pass the Jags pass rush has been awful. They've not got that at all. They've got high uh, success on the rush, but they just don't finish. They don't get to the quarterback. And now they've got to try and tackle Lamar to the ground. It's not going good. Their first round pick, the Jags' first round pick, Devin Lloyd, the second of the first two rounders. Uh two of the sorry, the second of their first first round well, the second of their you first round. Like, do, you, do you need me to call an ambulance or something? Yeah, oh, sorry. Like, sorry. It's, it's a bit of a tongue twister. He's been struggling a lot the last two weeks with coverage. He's been letting guys roam. They're going to have him flip-flop with their third round pick from this past draft, Chad Moomer. They're going to play both next to a Lowerkin. They're trying to solve that pass defense. You're just, say, Jags, you're just saying a lot of players that I don't you, care yeah, about. You, you, you just say names at this point. Well, <laughs> that, that just tells me we don't talk about the Jags enough when we talk about the Saints and their cards. We'd never much. talk about the Saints. Or maybe if they had more than three wins. Yeah, and we never talk about the Saints. Don't don't try and bring that here. I've, I've stayed away from the Saints quite a lot. But the sneaky thing is Trevor Lawrence has looked really good the last two weeks. In PFF grades, he has two of the top three in the entire season out of all the quarterbacks. Well, really good is a stretch. Like, yeah. I mean, four, four hit what he did last year, yes. But come on, like, is he not just doing dump off passes? Like, is he not just dumping the ball off to Christian Kirk? He's, like, he's, it's two minute offense where they're behind in no huddle. He's yeah. getting some yardage there. Like, Christian Kirk, as good as he's been, he makes his money in these garbage time two minute yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Jags are in close games and they're not finishing. Their red zone's been an issue. But Christian Kirk, you can say all you, we wanted about him in the offseason. He's worked out to be a really good investment. And Travis Etienne has a new running back mate for this game in Darrell Henderson. They, the Rams cut. If right. it was a good investment, they wouldn't have got Gavin Ridley. So, so this is enough for me now. I'm, I'm done talking about the Jags. Let's pick this game. I'm done talking about them. Ravens. I'm going to have the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. Ravens. your integrity there. Out the window. All right. All right. Um, let me go Chargers Cardinals. Yeah, for God's sake. Okay. Okay. okay well, well, I'll give you an option. Chargers Cardinals or Broncos Panthers. No, we'll do it. We'll do it. No, come we'll on. You can't do Chargers Cardinals. We'll do Chargers Panthers Cardinals. Come on. Come All on. Right. Um, I, I, I'm going to go with, uh, to the Chargers here rather than talk about my Cardinals because okay. everyone's out for Justin Herbert's blood at this point, and I don't get it. Like, at the start of the year, everyone's like, Justin Herbert is amazing. He has mm. amazing hair. He's, he's, <laughs> he belongs in the Hall of Fame. And now they're like, no, he he, he shouldn't even be in the league. And I don't get this. Who's, say, who's saying this? I've not heard this. Who's saying this? Who's out for him? Are you listening to Emmanuel Acho too much? Because uh, I he couldn't could be the reason. I couldn't avoid <laughs> those hot takes. I, I think that's horrible take though. Like, yeah, all right. Maybe maybe the Chargers haven't played up to the potential that we all thought they had at the start of the year, for sure. Is Herbert the cause of all that? No, not for me. I think he's been good... a bit safe. He's been a bit safe. Of course he has. But he's got he's played. And that's he's his played tendency. Through, played for a rib injury though. Like of course he's playing safe. He's played for a rib injury. He's not he's not playing himself because he's injured. Get him proper enough. coach, please. Like that like um at this point, I'm giving up with the charges for the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, they're they're a great team, but they need some adequate coaching. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah, true. They, they can't keep going for these up and coming coaches. Like they failed with that approach. Of they they, they need a, they need a consistent guy for sure. They need a guy that can run an offense better than what they've done because I think that's hurting Herbert. The choices that they make in their games are very questionable. The the play calling is very questionable. 
they always seem to be in a third and long situation. They never seem yes. to be in like a in like a second and like two or like you know they, they never mm-hmm. seem to make the odds on the first and second downs. They always seem to be like third and eight, third and seven. Like they, they hand rely it off on Austin Eckler to make some insane plays time and time again he, that you don't expect him to break all these tackles. Like last week, he was he was having to break angles all game. Like they they gave it to him eight yards, but like to get a first down, he was having to make break two tackles. And get corralled by about four guys to get there. It was ridiculous. Like, I'd they... like to see him get more involved in the pass game. But the 49 uh sorry, the Cardinals are the perfect recipe because how they were trying to tackle the 49ers last week was woeful. They checked out, they were making business decisions. They've given up. And that you could clearly see they weren't going to try and tackle guys. I can't blame them though. out. Like this team, there's there's something wrong. We we all knew it anyway. With Kime. And I'll, I don't think Cliff Kingsbury. I'll let you guys say that. But what, what, something needs to change. Uh, was was this the was it the Cardinals where had the running back coach like fired for O-line coach, a woman? O-line O-line coach. coach was it? Yeah, in Mexico for groping a woman. Like, allegedly, yeah. Allegedly, sorry, allegedly, allegedly groping a woman in Mexico. Like this team's just a mess at the minute. You get rid of like your better running back. Because he he wants to play more now. You've got coaches groping women. This team's a mess. At Allegedly, minute, man. <laughs> Allegedly, sorry. This team's a mess. At the <laughs> like this, this is horrible. And like they, they need a clean out. They need a clean out. Yeah, I mean this I, is a cast like, team that's sinking. Like this thick. is like a common like story that we have with this Cardinals team year on year out at the minute. Like even before Kyler was there, we were like, oh, this, we need a restart. We need a rebuild. But then since Kyler's been there. I feel like it's still in that situation where we're going, they need to rebuild. Like, you know, why the same? There's the same common thread there, and that's their GM who's seen three head coaches in his time. Well, you better not get a fourth chance. That's (laughs) my opinion. (laughs) It is time to move on. Maybe it's time to move on. Maybe they could look for someone that could bring a bit of consistency there, at least try and build something. It's time to move on in the off season. They're wasting wasting DeAndre Hopkins. All right. Enough enough bashing the Cardinals. Let's (laughs) move on from this game. And I agree with all of that. The Cardinals need to sort themselves up. Uh, Um, I'm going to go Chargers in this game. Chargers as well. Chargers as well. Man, we're all picking the Chargers here. That's how much we believe in the Cardinals right now. All right, we'll do one more and then we'll hit the rest. Uh, Can I go New England Vikings? It's, It's a game tonight. I mean, we can do it. It'd be a bit pointless because it'll only be played by the time this gets out. Go on, out. then. You pick another game, then, Simon. Uh, Seahawks, Las Vegas. Okay. A battle of teams that have basically surprised for all the di- different yeah, reasons. Yeah, for, di- for the different reasons. Yeah, but nearly every week, I, I've been on this Las Vegas team. Like, they're <laughs> going to turn it around. Like, somehow, this Derek Carter, Devontae Adams, they can turn into um, Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Connection. Uh, the Tom Brady to Randy Moss connection, but it's not happened, and I've given up on it. Yeah, uh, this, the Seahawks team are, are just a a powerhouse at this point. Yeah, I think everyone's given up on it. To be quite honest, though, like, I don't. I feel like this Las Vegas team. Um, there was so much potential for the start of the year. Like Shannon was talking about them potentially winning their division. Like you know, there was a lot of of hype around them, and. They they just haven't lived up to that. Their defense has been atrocious. Like it's really bad. The only bright spark is Max Crosby, and that's saying a lot because you're having to find a bright spark in like literally the mud. Um, then their offense is putrid. Like you said, it's it's like Devontae Adams got going a little bit last week, but it's just not. Josh Jacobs has been going good as well. It's it's the Carl's just not been distributing the ball enough to his other playmakers. 
at the right times, he makes the wrong mistakes. And their defense, I mean, their defensive backs have just been terrible. Like, they invested so much draft pick and draft capital with their old GM, Mike Mayock, and it's not worked for them. But not worked Se- at all. The Seahawks team are living on their draft picks, which is really good to see. Like, they're living on their, like, this year's draft anyway, especially. Their defense is really good. Unfortunately, like, you know, they came off that tough loss to um, Tampa Bay. They had a bye week, but they lost to Tampa Bay in the last game in Germany. Um, and you know, they're coming into this game and I, I think they'll be fresh, ready to go. I, I actually quite worried for this Vegas team because I think the, the Seahawks will be looking for a scalp in this game, to be honest. And yeah, I and Gino see- Smith is a different dude. He is the dude in Seattle. He, he really is good. Um, and it's completely different to his early career. You, he's, he's chalk and cheese. Um, he'll never be the elite guy, but he's doing good with this uh, group yeah, of young stars. I, I think... I think- the play calling helps him right, and the way that the Seahawks plays. And I think he's got playmakers around him. Kenneth Walker is a guy. Like, he is a dude. Yeah, he's we talk got... about every every week with Kenneth Walker, but that O-line's been good and, as well. And this, been... this type of matchup where they're expected to, to blow the Raiders out, uh, Kenneth Walker's just, will just be having an exhibition um, yeah, he'll be, he'll be practice really. He'll be licking his chops. He'll be, he'll be well up for this game. And I think DK Metcalf will be up for this game. And you know Tyler Lockett. I think that I think they could they could potentially get thirty points on the board quite easily in this game. It could get out of hand very quickly. And then now watch the game go to like down to the wire with like ten ten points apiece. <laughs> Last kick of the game. That I'm yeah. Obviously, you can tell that I'm going to go with the Seahawks in this game. Seahawks. Seahawks. Uh, we're all picking the same right now, other than the weird Saints game and the Jets uh, Bears. Well, let, let's pick the rest. Um, just for the podcast, so that you know, we, we've already done our picks for today's game. Uh, we all picked Dallas to beat the New York Giants. However, they're currently losing 3 0. So, you know, let's hope that the game is. Uh, and then uh, New England, Minnesota, we've all gone for the Vikings because none of us trust this New England team, especially after putting up three points against the Jets. Wow. Well, well. Yeah, but the Vikings only put up three against the Cowboys now. And I think the they'll Cowboys, be wounded. The Jets, wounded. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on though. Denver versus Carolina. This Shamil, is take us this away. is the oh. matchup we didn't get around to. This is interesting. Well, I've gone with Sam Donald and the Carolina Panthers because I have no hope in this Broncos team. So I'm, I'm going to go opposite. I hate myself for doing it because I've picked the Broncos the last like two weeks and they've just like shoved their finger in my face. But I will pick him again. I'll pick the Broncos. I believe Ross will eventually start cooking at some point. I'll go with the Carolina Panthers because JC Horn will have Cortland's number and Carolina's Panthers defense is is really good. Uh, all right, Tampa Bay, Cleveland Browns. Tampa Bay. 17 and 0. They've not gone 17 and 0. <laughs> but they're, they're finally cooking with God. 12, 12 and 5 still on the card, though. 12 and and five. Rashad White is looking <laughs> immense. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to unfortunately go with Tampa Bay as well. And I believe Jacoby Brissett's final game as a starter for the Cleveland Browns will end in defeat to the Bucks as well. I'm going Bucks. Um, Houston, Miami. Um, let's not play games. Yeah, it's Miami. 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 Davis Mills has been benched for this game. For Kyle Ooh. Allen, I'm going to give him a spot. Two of MVP. Who's who's the starter now? Kyle Allen. Exactly. He's just a guy. He's, he's played for the Rams, Bre- I believe. And yeah. 
Yeah, I don't care. Um, moving on. <laughs> Atlanta, Washington. Actually, a tough game to... This is a tough take. game. And, uh, this might be like... This might the be a good game that we've not well. talked about, to be honest. No, Commanders are at what? Four wins out Command- of last five games or five yeah, wins out so, of last six so games? Something like those lines. The, the uh, Commanders have been on a roll. And I mean, where, uh, who are you going with then? It's your, it's your turn to pick first, mate. Ah, I knew it. I knew it. I'm going to go circle. Commanders. Yeah. I'm, I'm also going to go Commanders in this. I, I sort of believe the Commanders' defence is actually quite good. And I think they'll be the difference maker in this game. The best player on the field is Cordell <laughs> Patterson. So I'm going with the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, upset a lot to me. I, d- I don't hate it. I don't hate it. They beat the uh, Bears. Yeah. Bears aren't the commanders. Yeah, Bears aren't the commanders. Commanders close out games. <laughs> um, We've done that one. Done that one. Okay, LA Chargers, Kansas City Chiefs. Sean? Well, that's that, they're not playing today. It's LA uh, this weekend. It's L- LA Rams, you mean? Yeah, Kansas that's City. what I meant. LA Rams versus Kansas City Chiefs. Sean? <laughs> this, well, would be, this would be great for if you have uh, all your Chiefs in fantasy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going Chiefs. Yeah, I'm also going to go Chiefs because why would you pick the Rams? Yeah, the Rams have Perkins as a starting quarterback, and he ain't going to do it in the back. How much a year changes? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Imagine us talking about the Rams in this way last year, like putting this little respect on the names. This would be the game of the season. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, and the last but not least, Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Indianapolis Colts. Um, this falls to me to pick first, actually. And again, I think this is a bit of a tough matchup, but I'm going to go with my boy Matty Ice, and I think Matty Ice is going to win this game for them. No, I've changed my mind. I'm going for the defense. <laughs> I'll pick the Pittsburgh Steelers. I believe. You believe in what? TJ Watt. TJ Watt. Think Fitzpatrick and TJ Watt. Yep, pretty much. And Harrison. Put some respect to them. Not Harrison. They, they put up a fight Haywood. against the Bengals. I've been butchering people's really, names today. You, you have ab- uh, people listening. I apologize for signing <laughs> butchering all these names today. Forgetting names today. I'm very tired. <laughs> I've been killing. I think, I think our listeners know this by now. <laughs> yeah, I've been t- I've been killing people today. Okay, I'm going to go with my guy, Jonathan Taylor. Um, he's finally showing form. I don't trust uh, Saturday. Somehow his Madden coaching tactics have been working, <laughs> uh, but I trust Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I'm trusting Saturday on a uh, Monday, and I'm going with the Colts as well. That was awful. That that hurt myself that you said that, but we'll we'll leave it there. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we'll be back to talk to you early next week about the games, about everything that's happened. Um, hopefully your team wins, except if it's the 49ers. And until then, see ya. Peace. Bye.